0: an initiative of Franciscan University of Steubenville. faithandreason.com Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The readings that we have today talk about humility. They talk about the occasions on which we might be humbled in a very profound way, uh, trying to help us to focus on what it means to be humble and how we live out humility in our own lives. That first reading that we had this morning from the book of Sirach really comes directly to the point. Humble yourself the more, the greater you are, and you will find favor with God. And it really ties in with what we hear in the Gospel today. Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. I think sometimes we need to really focus on what it means to be humble what it means for us to practice humility, and sometimes we get confused with what being humble is with what pride is. Being proud of ourselves, and that can become problematic. Being humble, expressing humility in our own lives, helps us to realize where our gifts come from, that our gifts come from God, that each one of us has certain gifts and talents that have been given to us by God, gifts and talents that we need to share with one another, but also recognizing at all times that those gifts and talents truly come from the Lord. In the gospel that we just heard proclaimed, there were some people who wanted to use these gifts and talents that they had been given by God for their own purposes. They tried to use the gifts and talents that they had to entitle them to seats of authority, to seats that would be reserved for other people. And under those circumstances, Jesus tells us in the parable, there might be occasions in which they themselves might be humbled because they have a higher opinion of themselves than perhaps the host does and would like to see other persons in those particular seats that those persons had taken. Another thing we see in the gospel today is Jesus really turning uh, on its back, uh, turning counterwise, counterclockwise, the way in which the people were thinking at the time, the Pharisees in particular. He was trying to change their mindset, trying to change their thought processes, and helping them to understand what it truly means to be humble and what it truly means to have humility. A few weeks ago, Chris Ledger gave me this book called Sports and Faith, Stories of the Devoted and the Devout, and it's written by a man named Pat McCaskey. Some of you may know he's associated with the Chicago Bears football team, but in this book, Mr. McCaskey recounts a lot of different stories of athletes who remained men and women of God, who continued to see that God was the source of all gifts in their life and that they moved forward not only in excelling as athletes, but excelling in their prayer life, excelling in their desire to grow in holiness, and excelling in their personal relationship with Christ. In one chapter, which he calls Empty Me, he talks about the, uh, the desire, the, the distraction of many athletes, professional athletes in particular, who see their gifts and talents that they receive from God as a means for them to gain material possessions. That they find all of these goods that they are then entitled to because of the way they're able to perform on the athletic field. And he cautions very strongly against that and actually very much tells us that the more we want to grow in our relationship with Christ, we need to empty ourselves, to devoid ourselves of all of those possessions that cause us to build up barriers between ourselves and the way in which we seek to develop our relationship with Christ. If we look at Mother Teresa as an example, She once said, it is only when you realize your nothingness, your emptiness, then God can fill you with himself. It is only when you realize your nothingness, your emptiness, that God can fill you with himself. We come here this morning to celebrate this Eucharist so that God can fill us up, to give us the grace, the strength, the courage, to be able to go out and do the things he asks of us. I think one of the things that's important for us to realize and to emphasize being humble people is that all of the gifts that we receive come from God. All good gifts come from God. He gives them to us to be able to utilize to the best of our abilities. He gives them to us so that we can give glory to him in utilizing those gifts. That's an important lesson for all of us, all of us who have been gifted in many ways. But especially today, as we have the commissioning of athletes at the end of Mass today, it's an important lesson for our athletes to focus on as well. Blessed Pope John Paul II once said that athletic competitions are a training ground of virtue, a school of inner balance and outer control, and an introduction to more true and lasting conquests. The athletic competitions that we engage in, that our students engage in, allow them to be able to implement what you learn in the classroom and to implement that into your daily lives in the way in which you are involved with other persons, the ways in which you are engaged with other persons in this important notion of competition. How you are going to be able to encounter setbacks in your performance, for example, coming to realize that there may be others on the team who are better than you at some things, coming to realize that there may be other teams that you compete against who may be better on different occasions. But through all of those competitions you are given the opportunity to grow in virtue, to grow in prayer, and to become better persons as you continue to strive for holiness. The uh, organization Catholic Athletes for Christ talks about the importance of the virtues. And in particular, they uh, categorize humility as one of the virtues that all athletes should pursue. Humility as we hear it described in the readings today. Importantly, they put a little bit of a different spin on what we might associate with being humble and what we might associate humility to be. They say humility is the virtue of being aware that God is the author of all good and the realization that we are not God. Humility is the virtue of being aware that God is the author of all good and the realization that we are not God. All of you who compete on the athletic field, those of you who competed in the Olympics yesterday were able to excel to a certain degree because of the gifts and talents you have received from God. Any victories that you achieve, any victories that you achieve in your daily life, we are responsible to God to thank God for that and to be able to realize that it's the power of God working through us in the ways in which we live our lives, the ways in which we compete. They go on to say that the goal of this virtue of humility is to seek to give credit to God, who is the source of all that is good, and seek to do all things for the greater glory of God, rather than taking credit for his handiwork. We seek to give credit to God, who is the source of all that is good, and to do all things for the greater glory of God not because of the way in which we perform, but in the way in which God acts through us to enable us to have those victories at different times. Humility requires us to acknowledge God working through us. Last December, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI told the athletes who represented Italy at the 2012 London Olympics that the athlete who lives his experience fully pays attention to God's plan for his life. He learns to listen to his voice throughout the long periods of training, to recognize him in the face of his companions and even that of his adversaries. All that we can say and do in those athletic competitions, the way in which we train for those particular events are opportunities for us to see the presence of God in our own lives. And to follow him as he invites us into that deeper relationship, to follow him as he reveals his plan for our own lives. Pope Benedict went on to say, I think of you, dear athletes, as both champions as witnesses with a mission to accomplish. With the admiration you inspire, become valid models to imitate, masters of an honest and transparent sporting practice. The way in which you compete on the athletic field gives witness to the importance of Christ in your own lives the way in which you accept the gifts that God has given to you, the way in which you compete that gives glory to God, further gives witness of that relationship that you have with Christ. And it enables others to be drawn to have that relationship as well. Listening to the voice of God as we become humble, as we pursue humility, allows us to embrace those gifts and talents in our lives that God has given us. However, being humble, living a life of humility, does not mean that you let the other team win all the time. It does not mean that you don't show those gifts and talents that you have. To live out those gifts and talents that you have, you need to be able to allow God to work through your life to be able to utilize those gifts to perform well. And that's not only true on the athletic field, it's true in the classroom. The way you pursue your studies, the way you live out your life in general, because you are trying to pursue God's plan for you to become the men and women that God created you to be. If we were to bury our talents, in some respect we're turning away from God. If we're not living out the plan that God has for our lives, we're saying no to God. And that's not something that we should be pursuing on a regular basis. Sometimes it's very difficult to be humble receivers of this gift of humility, humble receivers of all the talents that God has given us. But we also want to be careful not to fall into the trap of false humility, that we are not able to do things well. Certainly, we want to recognize that God has gifted us in many ways. Certainly, we want to acknowledge that all we do is for the glory of God rather than beating ourselves down and saying that we're not really doing anything worthy of value. God works through us in many special ways. God gives us the gifts and the talents to be able to perform well. God asks us to try to follow what he has placed on our hearts and the plan for our lives as we continue to develop into the men and women that he made us to be. All of us need to continue to seek humility. All of us need to consider being humble on a daily basis in our lives. But humility and being humble are recognitions of the gifts and talents that we do have and using them to give glory to God at all times. An initiative of Franciscan University of Steubenville, faithandreason.com. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind.